Welcome to Schmall Talk. Uh, glad you would uh, join us live or even watch this uh, after the fact if uh, if you're catching up or even listening to it on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, podcast. Appreciate you listening. Uh, today is Giving Tuesday. And uh, given that it is Giving, tu- giving Tuesday, I wanted to uh, have a couple of my friends on tonight who are doing great things in the community that I live in, in Citrus County, Florida. And uh, I just want to give them the opportunity to share a little bit about their nonprofits. Um, of course, I run a nonprofit as well, and I really haven't talked a lot about that on Small Talk. Um, I've done some other live videos, maybe that uh, some of you all locally uh, may have seen. But um, yeah, so mm-hmm. I might talk about that a little bit as well. But I really want to just take the opportunity to uh, invite uh, my friend Shonda and my friend mm-hmm. Victoria on tonight. Mm-hmm. So welcome, ladies. Thank I appreciate, you. I appreciate you all joining me here. Now, we are in the uh, podcasting mm-hmm. minor leagues, and so we'll, we'll do our best with uh, technology. Uh, we'll see how mm-hmm. it goes. But I've got two guests on tonight, so that means you know I probably won't uh, be doing this by myself at some point. If one of y'all's internet connection – uh, piddles out, then I'll probably still have the other of you. So that's that's always a good thing. Last episode was rough. My buddy Chris was on here, and uh, Chris Mulling's internet connection was terrible. So it, it was uh, it was hard going back and forth with him. But uh, Sonda, I I, I want to start with you, and um, you are the um, executive director. Is that right? Mm-hmm. What's your yes. official title? Yeah, the mm-hmm. executive director of the Citrus County Education Foundation. And uh, it was a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, I should Mm -hmm. say, we had the Education Foundation's annual fundraiser, the uh, Foundation Mm -hmm. Fest, and it looked different this year. Part of it Mm -hmm. looking different was that Craig Dalton and myself went live for four hours. Which was awesome. awesome. (laughs) Broadcasting the event over this platform right here uh, that I've gotten accustomed to using over the... I don't since the pandemic. And so I was really honored to be able to do that uh, with you all. I think it was a, a, a great thing. And, you know, sometimes I think some people might be like, George, what are you doing, man? You got your own nonprofit to raise money for, which, by the way, I'm horrendous at doing. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. I, I think Victoria could vouch for me on this. Like, she's probably heard me gripe. And in fact, it's probably about a year ago, I wrote a LinkedIn article, which to my surprise, it ended up with about 600 reads in no time, all about how terrible I am at raising money for my nonprofit. But it is what it is. But anyway, so I was helping you all as as best as I could. And, um, and I think, so tell me last year when you all Mm -hmm. did Foundation Fest pre pandemic and everything, uh, how Mm -hmm. much money did you all raise previous year? This year we raised right at 40,000. Um, 40, we were at one location. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was at one location. Yeah. It, it was at the plantation. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. and then, and then the year before that it was at the pine street pub yes. in mm-hmm. Inverness. Okay. So 40, about $40,000 last year. So here comes pandemic, Whew. right. And it's just mm-hmm. 
absolutely insane. So mm-hmm. change strategies, spread it out to like 10 different venues mm-hmm. and try to pull it all together uh, via mm-hmm. Facebook Live and the uh, YouTube mm-hmm. channel for the foundation. And yeah. uh, and and you have a total that you all raised this year in the pandemic. And so we could all expect in these tough times, it was probably much less than $40,000, but it hasn't even been announced yet. And so I'm happy that you get to make news tonight on small talk on December 1st and tell everyone how much money did you all raise for the foundation this year? So with foundation fest this year and the changes, and I'm going to give some credit here where it's due to George, to Craig Dalton, to, so many people across the county who made this event possible. Um, the foundation is truly blessed with more than 500 volunteers. Um, on that day, we had volunteers all over the county. Um, we were a part of Foundation Fest. We were part of feeding the students alongside the school district. So we had a multitude of people all over, but the conversation was strong. The community stepped up wanted to make sure that our children and our families have what we need. And we are so excited to share that we are strong at $61,000. $61,000. Yes. In the midst of the pandemic, Corona, Mm -hmm. all the craziness. Yep. Switching gears, doing it totally different this time. Mm -hmm. That is, that is absolutely amazing. So uh, well, listen, I'm happy to be a part of that in some uh, little way. I feel like all I did was run my mouth on the internet for four hours. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and really, it's, it's like, who do you who do you get to do that, right? Like, who yeah. could really run their mouth for four hours? I'm so glad to have Craig by my side because yeah. Craig just did amazing. Yes. He did and really he, amazing. Listen, he's been a huge part of our growth and our success, being out there with our mentoring programs, working with a lot of different young people across the county. He would come in in the morning and read to pre-K three, four, five-year-olds, go out that afternoon and have lunch with a 16, 17-year-old student, stop by the teacher store and make sure they were stocked. So he, on his off days, he was always involved with what we were doing. So he was a huge part of making sure that the children and teachers and everybody had what they needed. So it was awesome to have him apart that night to be able to talk about it with his passion and you too. You're, you're a friend of the foundation and we kind of just baptized you with fire and said, this is what we need. And you stepped up and it was amazing. And I just can't tell you again, always our community steps up. Um, we live in a very great, just an awesome place. And for people to continue to make sure needs are met, it's just absolutely incredible. The needs are there. You know, we're still a little behind. We're still a little bit, you know, below because of all of the cancellations that we've had to do because of COVID. But to be able to make a statement, especially on Giving Tuesday, how much our community is giving back um, at 61000 that's amazing. That we, are, we are very proud. We are very grateful. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. So I yes. want to hear about what the foundation uh, does. Tori, I want to go to you first. So I want to bring you in on the conversation. Um, Tori, what is your what listen if i had a title for i could make up a title for you at uh, aspire but um what what is your official title there i'm the lead facilitator okay all right so that barely that barely even touches it folks yeah. let me tell you that barely even touches what uh, tori does and uh tori uh i'll just say uh i just absolutely 
beam with pride um, at what a great job you do uh, personally, even outside of Aspire. Um, I was talking to someone else about being on tonight who um, uh, it ended up not being on, who was just like, I, I don't know if I want to be on with Tori because Tori is just such an amazing speaker and just does an amazing job and, and that sort of thing. And so um, that, that's just, that's just so cool to hear from me. But uh, so what do you do at uh, Aspire? What does that mean to be a lead facilitator? What are some of the services that you all provide in, in the community? Okay. So um, we provide several services. Um, we partner with Filter, uh, especially when we were able to go in person. And um, I tried to be there for most of our meetings. And I even got certified as a uh, TSS, a dirt bike, a track safety supervisor. And I rode with those kids and I picked the wrong month because it was so hot. I thought I was going to die. Um, so Shauna, what do you th what do you think about doing that, Shauna? Coming out sometime and having eight hours of dirt bike instruction with a helmet, uh, long sleeves, long pants, gloves, boots, uh, when it's about 95 degrees out. Does, does that strike you as a good idea? I'm going to say you go, girl. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say you go, Tori. Thank good you. job, sister. She well, did too. She did a great job. If anybody does it, do it in January. August is not, <laughs> not for older people. Yeah. I thought I still had it, but I almost fell out. So it was interesting. I think I did crash actually, which I was the only person to crash that day. So that was lovely. Um, but we partner with uh, other local nonprofits like Filter, who um, is prevention and you know just kind of gets the youth before they really get to a point not necessarily of no return, but just where it starts to affect their future and it starts to affect their families. And, um, and so that's what we do. We go out to Camping Anihasi, which is a girls facility out in Floral City. Um, we are partnered with CERMI, which is Citrus County's um, alternative school. I have gone and spoke at Pace and we just recently created a relationship and got approved to go out to Cypress Creek. Um, well, we're gonna be teaching virtually because of COVID, uh, but that is what, hey, Carla. Um, that's where we are at as far as other nonprofits and facilities like that. Um, we also, our primary focus is ninth grade. We go into the HOPE classes and we do anywhere from an 8, 9, 10, 12, 14, 16 session uh, course with them. And there can be ninth, 10th, 11th, or 12th graders in that course, which makes for a nice, healthy mix. It's primarily ninth graders, but about 10 of them will be upperclassmen, which gives some experience and difference to the conversation, value to the conversation. Um, we did just get funded through the Citrus County community, uh, CCCF. I, I always get tongue-tied when I say it, um, so I, that's probably my bad. I should have, be well-versed in that. Um, but we just got funded through them last year to spark up our middle school program, which is super awesome because it kind of gives the kids a foundation before they see us in ninth grade, and we really dive into some of those um, you know, icky topics and really try to make sense of it. And then we do community awareness, which I just got off of a significant adult program. We're partnered with Boys and Girls Club as well. And um, they are giving some amazing, uh, excuse me, amazing services to our county. And the parents are required to do three parent nights a year to continue to get those services. And so we partnered um, and I just hosted a parent night for the Homosassa location. You just so did that tonight before coming on here. Mm -hmm. So that's right. what we do. I appreciate that, uh, that you would join us uh, on the heels of that. So, uh, 
Yeah, I'm going to go right back and just piggyback right on my four hours of the the Foundation Fest. And I'm going to make the point that the reason why I have these folks on tonight is that it's Giving Tuesday. And so let's let's get this out of the way right now. If if you want to give to the nonprofit that I run, the way you do that is you go to our Facebook page, Filter Family Solutions on Facebook. There's a donate button. Click on that and you can give to the work that we do at, at Filter. Um, uh, Shonda, how do people give to the uh, Citrus County Education Foundation? What's the, what's the best way for them to do that? It's citruseducation.org. Okay. And go right there. And uh, yeah. you, you have, yeah. uh, I've, I've been on there before and you can click it, a PayPal uh, link. Is it not? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, there's a donor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Donate there and you can choose um, if you'd like to donate as a general contribution or if there's a program that we do that you're um, passionate about, you can go in, specify which of those programs you'd like to give to. Yeah. And uh, Tori, what's the best way to give to Aspire? So pretty similar. Uh, right to our website, we have mm-hmm. AspireRelationshipCenter.org. Um, and then there is a tab at the top that says give when you click on that. Um, it's just as simple as donate here, send a check um, if you want to do that brick and mortar style and send it to our actual our actual office. That's fine. Or there's a way to do it electronically. Gotcha. All right. So I want to ask you all because uh, maybe this is just a typical man sort of thing, but men are problem solvers, right? I mean, we just immediately <laughs> want to problem solve. Sometimes that gets you, get you in trouble even in a relationship. No, I just want you to listen to me. I don't need you to solve my problem, right? It's classic sort of thing that can even happen around the house. So uh, I want to ask you all, what problem are you all solving? And it might be multiple ones, right? And, and, I, and I'm, I'm fine with that. What, what problem or problems um, d- does your organization address? And so uh, I'll start off and say um, for Filter Family Solutions, you know, I have a tendency to just lump um, all of the behaviors and issues that we see from teenagers that are struggling and just call it brokenness. And I think that that's really just sort of a a church term for me. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll be 44 in March. I've, I've been in church 45 years of my life. And, and so I think that that's just the way I frame it up, but we have so many children in our community that are just dealing with so much brokenness and parents if you're a parent of a struggling child, then you have to be struggling as well. Mm-hmm. If you're not struggling and you have a struggling child, then you're a horrible parent. You're 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 or you're a fool is what you are, right? Because that would because because picture that, right? That would be a kid really really super struggling and a parent just obliviously going about their life and everything's just hunky dory and everything is wonderful. That's not the story for most normal, rational human beings, right? That we encounter mm-hmm. when you have a struggling child, the parent is struggling as well. And so, what we seek to mm-hmm. do at Filter is to 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 really try to find some real solutions uh, to to strengthen that family. Um, and so, we try to really partner alongside of each of the families that that join Filter and try to sort of, in a sense, mentor the whole family. Right. Because mm-hmm. most of the time, the things that we're teaching, we really want the parents to get it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we know that if the, a parent can sort of change the atmosphere, let's say, in a home, then mm-hmm. then sometimes the, the child's going to 
you know, it's going to affect everybody in the house. Th things are going to line up. You know, I was just telling Rebecca yesterday, my wife, that, gosh, you know, one thing that I've really learned is that when a parent says, hey, my, my child is, is, comes first, my child comes first. Like, for me, I get that. that. That sounds good and everything else. But me personally and Rebecca, like, for our house, like, we, we can't say that. We can't say that. What has to come first in our house for us is she and I. Because if she and I fall apart, then what? Imagine the impact mm -hmm. on the kids at, at, at that mm -hmm. point, right? So that's for our household, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, everybody's, everybody's got mm -hmm. a different situation. So we're really trying to support the whole family as, as best as we can. And what we do is a very unique thing in that, yeah, we're mentoring those kids. We're trying to teach them social skills and problem-solving skills and whatnot. But we have a partnership with American Honda where we have – 22 dirt bikes is what we have currently and we teach kids how to ride those dirt bikes and then every week they earn ride time based on their grades and their their behavior mm -hmm. and so that sort of becomes the carrot uh, for them and that doesn't work for every child right some kids have no interest in riding dirt right. bikes and it's like okay mm -hmm. well there's another intervention um that maybe uh, you could uh, engage in other than filter mm -hmm. but um and here's the other thing, Shonda, is is think about this. Like, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of guidance counselors, I'm sure, and social workers. Mm -hmm. I do, I do as well. And here's mm -hmm. the other problem that I want to solve is mm -hmm. that guidance counselor or social worker is sitting down with a parent, sitting down with a family. They're talking to them about all the brokenness in their lives and what's going on. Mm -hmm. And they really want to refer them to some sort of service. Mm -hmm. Right. They, they need to refer them somewhere to do something. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. my belief that all too often mm -hmm. that guidance counselor or social worker is struggling to really come up with something that might actually be effective. Mm -hmm. um, or and at the same time, something that they really feel good about. Right. Mm -hmm. Saying, hey, go here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because was, we don't know if this is necessarily going to work 100 percent. But, man, we know that those people are going to try. They're right. going to, and they're going to absolutely do their best. Mm -hmm. And we think that this might, there, there's some efficacy in, in what, you know, what they're, what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So, um, so those are the problems I think that, that we are trying to solve ultimately really trying to help kids and families thrive. Mm -hmm. And I think as a byproduct and a way we serve our community and the school system is mm -hmm. by maybe providing something that people actually feel good about referring children to. So, um, so, so Shonda, tell, tell us what might be the, the problem or the problems, uh, that, that you all address. Cause you all have a lot going on, by the way, you, you, do. you, yes. you have a lot of different services. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the best way for us to kind of describe that is we, um, align, um, our whole strategic plan and what we do as an organization with that of the needs of the school district. The school district are the experts, your, your administrators, your teachers, your guidance, anyone involved in that. And they see just very much like what you said, what's coming in the door, what are the families seeing, what's happening there. And so we develop programs and go out into the community to get funding to, um, to house programs that help meet those needs, whatever those gaps might be. Um, we know, for instance, we know that one of the gaps that our, our superintendent brought to us um, and something that was I was very passionate about 
was the fact that many children came to school unprepared, um, that they weren't able to be provided the tools they needed for school. Um, and so often our incredible teachers in Citrus County, time after time after time, were buying all of those items out of their own family budget, um, whether it be school supplies or shoes, coats, toiletries, whatever that might be, um, was falling a lot on that teacher. Um, something that Mrs. Himmel was passionate about. We sat down and we said, you know what, let's make this happen. Let's make sure that we bring our community together. Let's have a free teacher store. Um, teachers come in here every month and let's, let's make sure the tools are provided. Um, we weren't sure what to expect. We knew the need was great. We didn't know how great. Um, so that first year we opened that store. Um, we, we learned a lot. We learned that the need was much greater than we ever anticipated. We knew that students needed more than pens and pencils and crayons when they came to school that they didn't already have. So um, in just two short years, that went from $40,000 going out the door and school supplies to now in two months during a pandemic, we're well over $100,000 worth of supplies going to the classroom or going to the teacher for the student. Um, so, so that need was you know, identified. Thank goodness we were able to get that off the ground and running before the pandemic hit, because then that became the hub of families saying, we are in need for the first time. We're vulnerable for the first time. We don't know what agencies are out there, but we are connected to the Education Foundation because they're connected to my child's school. So it really established a community of care um, where parents felt with no judgment that they could come to us and say, these are the needs that we have. And so I think that as, you know, kind of laid the groundwork for trying to solve the problem of making sure that every child has the tools that they need to succeed. And I think um, it has, it has become a, a very different um, than what it first was. Um, we now do a lot of, of things that, um, are far from delivering extra notebooks and folders and things like that. We now deliver groceries on a weekly basis to families who maybe have a grandparent raising the children and are immune compromised and cannot come out during um, COVID. We also provide internet service to families who don't have internet, but um, are on virtual school for whatever reason, being that they're not able to be in brick and mortar. So. Um, again, any of those issues that are a barrier or stop those children from being able to um, have everything they need to succeed, um, that's kind of where we are. And that's also for the teacher. Um, our teachers are some of the most incredible people you will ever meet. I will say hands down across our district, um, our administrators. And um, we wanna make sure that they have what they need as well. Our district does a phenomenal job of providing and making sure you know, our schools have what they need, but you know, there's always one more need. There's always one more situation. There's always something out there. And so we're able to um, address those sometimes on a one-on-one -on -one basis, sometimes on a district level, sometimes on a school level, um, but whatever we can do to make sure those tools are for our children our families and our, our teachers for sure. You know, I mm -hmm. loved it uh, before foundation fest. I was just mm -hmm. getting on Amazon and uh, I shared this during the live broadcast. I had uh, my wife, Rebecca join mm -hmm. us. You know, we had four hours to 
to, to fill, right? So I have Rebecca come on and I pulled up her Amazon wish list. Uh, Tori, you can imagine this, right? So here I am like, well, you know, Christmas is coming soon. What better place to go yeah. for gift ideas than my wife's Amazon wish list, right? So I pull this up, Tori. It, it, Tori knows Rebecca so well too. It, it so for the audience may not know my uh, my wife is a speech pathologist and she's at uh, Lacanto Primary mm-hmm. School. And, and I look at her wish list; it's nothing but children books. That's it. It's just mm-hmm. like one children's book after another. Like two yeah. of them. Two of them had to do with sloths. I'm like, my wife has this weird <laughs> fascination with sloths. So I, I don't know. So well, last night we went to Walmart in the evening time. Uh, big mistake. We went over there last night and I, I went to the book section and here I am looking at some of the latest poli- political books and stuff that are out. I look, mm-hmm. there's my wife over there in the children's section, thumbing through all these books. Absolutely. So excited about the idea mm-hmm. of those books. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it's true. Like these, these teachers yes. and write my own house. They, they spend their own money and use their mm-hmm. own resources to, to buy the things that mm-hmm. they need. Or even in the mm-hmm. case of my wife, does she need those things? I don't know. She needs, mm-hmm. needs everything, but, but she just really wants to do the best job she possibly can and goes the extra mile right. all the time with her own finances, mm-hmm. uh, our finances, I should say. It's all one pot around uh, a <laughs> yeah. small stick and, here. And I think, right, the, the important piece there, too, is, yeah, yeah. But um, the important piece there is, you know, it's such individualized instruction because each teacher wants every child to succeed, but knows that there's something different going on with each of those children. And that's what we do so remarkable in Citrus County. And so I have, I mean, had teachers, administrators, school pathologists, health room attendants, whatever their role is, custodians, um, call us and say, you know, can we talk about making sure these items can come in for these kids because they're already making that part of their own family budget. So it's, it's incredible. It's incredible what these people do every day. Yeah. It really. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we're, we're not going to make it through an episode of small talk without me mentioning something that's political. So I also want to say that uh, not only do we have great administrators and teachers, but we have mm-hmm. the uh, superintendent of the year uh, in the state of Florida, mm-hmm. uh, Sam. I'm so proud of you for saying that. Well, she's amazing. Yes. And here's the thing I don't understand. I, and I don't need, I don't want either one of y'all to comment on this, but I'm just going to say it right now. Stop running against the lady. Why in the world do y'all, how in the world do people think they're going to mount up a campaign against her? Listen, if you have an idea about, you know, thought, like maybe I'm going to make a campaign contribution to Sam Himmel's uh, opponent in the election. Don't do it. Don't don't throw good money after bad. Go to the Facebook page of Filter Family Solutions. Click donate. Give the money there, will you? Yeah. Because uh, with that that contribution, uh, you will do much better than given mm-hmm. to an opponent of the superintendent of the year who's absolutely amazing you know on a personal level too I, i'm just really a big fan mm-hmm. of hers absolutely. and uh i really like her husband as well yeah. he's a great guy too so mm-hmm. anyway all great right people. so tori tori uh tell me uh what problem does aspire solve um well honestly we don't necessarily solve but we contribute to solving brokenness um we go into the classroom and we start with the youth um, because we're able to get their attention for a long period of time and go through our course. Uh, but just like what you were saying with Filter, our goal is to saturate the adult first because 
it's really difficult for our students to learn all these new and healthy thoughts and ideas and skills. And then they go home to a family and environment, not just family, the outside community who aren't equipped with these school skills. So while they're trying to exercise some of the stuff that filter teaches them and that aspire teaches them and that even their teachers being supported um, by the, I'm sorry, it's Citrus County Education Foundation. Education Foundation. Um, there's too many of them. I get so confused. right, right, right. You were saying CCCF and now right. CCEF. Yeah, yeah. Keep it all straight. It's hard. <laughs> we got to yeah. like see four squared or something. Uh, but we address to them and I make sure that I constantly remind them that they might be the first person in their family receiving this information. So they have to go home and they almost have to kind of be their own guest speaker in the home. And so a lot of times our workbooks uh, will equip our youth with extra pages of the same activities that we actually completed in the classroom um, because we want them to go home and encourage the family to take the same quiz to you know, do the love languages quiz and then to share the results with each other. Um, so I'm sure most of you guys have heard of, le of love languages. And um, I love that quiz because oftentimes we are literally speaking different languages. It's like living in the house, living in a house with someone who speaks, you know, Chinese, Japanese, English. We can talk at each other all day, but there's not going to be a level of understanding. And so um, it's important that they realize that. So when they go home and they do the extra assignments, we also ask them, you know, if your parents are interested or they're curious where you're hearing this information from, who are these people? Why are they talking to y'all about this? Tell them that we host significant adult programs all the time. They can go onto our website. They can check us out on Facebook. They can attend. We do glimpses into the classroom. Uh, we do uh, activities that we actually do with the students. Sometimes we go and talk about more sensitive topics with the parents. Um, and then that way we can continue to have these conversations, but everybody is broken. Everybody has been through something. Um, and there's generational cycles that are just ongoing that have to be broken. And who's, who's better to break them, but our youth who still have their entire future in front of them. You know, this, uh, this, this leads me to want to make a recommendation. If you're at home and you're just like, well, oh, what do I watch on face, uh, Facebook, uh, Netflix tonight, hillbilly elegy. All right. Check it out. Hillbilly Elegy. Absolutely fantastic uh, autobiographical movie. Did, did you see it, Shonda? Did you see it yet? Oh, yeah. I've actually fantastic. watched it more than once. Yes. Have you? Okay. I was so excited to see that come out mm -hmm. and because uh, mm -hmm. I read the book. Uh, last mm -hmm. year sometime. I read the book, and the book was absolutely fantastic as well. And mm -hmm. so... Tori, watch it because like what you're saying yeah. right now is mm -hmm. really kind of strikes at the core of that true story yes. of JD Vance really coming up out of a situation. And maybe, maybe that really resonated with me, that movie a lot because I was a kid who grew up in Ohio who mm -hmm. very often, maybe at least one weekend out of the month made the trip down to the holler yeah. uh, in, in Kentucky. Did y'all do that too, Shonda? What, I mean, I you, grew actually, up, you grew up in I've Ohio. Actually, I, I actually was born in, in Kentucky and ended uh -huh. up in Ohio. Yes. Yes. Okay. Now mm -hmm. did, did your family go there uh, for work? You know, like so many did mm -hmm. that came out of mm -hmm. that area. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so that movie mm -hmm. really resonated yes. with you as well, yes. for sure. For sure. 
So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. great, great thing to watch. So check, check that out and, um, check that out, Tori. I want to hear what you think about it. I will. I'll probably watch that. Um, you got, you got Netflix and you need me. It's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Hey, let me ask y'all one final question, uh, before we, uh, before we go off air tonight. Um, if on Giving Tuesday someone said, you know what, I, I'm, you know, before the night I haven't given, I am going to give tonight and I'm going to give one million dollars <laughs> to the Education Foundation. I'm going to give one million dollars to Aspire. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what would that look like for you? Like, what mm-hmm. would you do? Like, if you had that type of, boom, you got it. Dream big. What would that look like for mm-hmm. y'all? I'll go first. Yeah, good. Um, so Aspire has always aspired to um, have its own <laughs> relationship center. I mean, it's in our name, Aspire Relationship Center. Mm-hmm. Now we have offices and all of that, but we would love to be able to have an entire facility for the entire family where we have counselors on staff free or at a very discounted rate so that the entire family could get um you know, services at the same time or at different times. We've talked about having like a job skill building type of situation. I know that they used to have workforce and stuff like that. I don't know how mm-hmm. that is in the county anymore where we could help them with resumes. We could help them with connecting mm-hmm. them with programs like Filter or for connecting them with other programs in the community like Boys and Girls Club if they need aftercare. We would love mm-hmm. to just be a center where people could come and mm-hmm. get all types of services from professionals. I mean, there's only four of us right now. And at one point there was only two of us. So we serve and we do as much as we can. Um, but it does take funds. It does take money, especially when you're a nonprofit offering everything that you can for free. And we know that that's the best way because, you know, it's just hard out here, especially Mm -hmm. right now in 2020 with COVID. And this would be the perfect time to have a center for people to come to and partner with blessings and another pickup station. I mean, there would be so much that we could do, Um, George, we've talked about coming over and one day forming the two of us because I just believe that there needs to be a place that everybody can go at the same time and kind of just split off and go and do what they need to do at that moment and and maybe have basketball courts outside and, you know, a playground that's fenced in for little ones so that it doesn't feel like it's just for this person or if a teen and a mom really need to kind of work out their struggles and she's got a toddler, like, what do you what do you do? You know, uh, we provide um, parent programs just like George does. And sometimes they're siblings and we welcome them. But it, it can be distracting if they're in the actual room while we're presenting and take away from that very precious hour we have. So I would love to just be able to have a place for every person to fit in, to get some type of skills, to get some type of love, to make a relationship, to find support. Um, and I just believe that Aspire would literally try to house as much as they could under one roof for sure. Shauna, how about you? What, what would that look like for you? million dollars giving Tuesday. Boom. There it is. What would, what would you do with it? So I would pick up the phone and call Tori because that vision is very much what I feel is exactly what we all as community organizations are trying to accomplish. We need a, a hub of of understanding we need a place like you mentioned a 
a, um, a resource center, so to speak, but resources of modeling the behavior, modeling what's expected, being able to show parents, these are the situations that you are going to be faced with or currently in. Here are some adults who've experienced those. Having those adult family mentors come in and help guide the family. We, I feel like in Citrus County, um, we have such a diverse group of backgrounds of people raising children that we need to help parent the parent. We need to be able to say, you know, maybe you are trying to break that cycle or maybe you are coming in from another area or or you are raising children because of a drug abuse in your family. Um, but they don't really know what to do. Um, and I really, truly have always felt that those resources needed at home and that foundation that starts at home will only help our education system be better. That will only help us continue to grow when we partner with blessings, when we partner with whomever is out there, Aspire. And Tori, I'm so excited to hear you talk about this because you may not be aware. Um, I served as a volunteer on the Education Foundation for 10 years before I became the executive director. So we were actually the seed money for Aspire to get started. And to see where that is now and to see how amazing you are and to hear your passion and all the things that you are doing and how that started off as a little bit different program, but has now gone to all things broken just makes me so this is awesome. It's just great because that's that's what we needed. So I think, you know, partnering together, collaborating and taking that million dollars, bringing our, our team together. We know we have them. George, we know what you're doing is remarkable. We know, Tori, what you're doing, what Blessings is doing, what all these other organizations are doing. Let's work together. Let's build that facility. Let's make that community of care happen in a place where people can come and learn together. And we're only going to become a better community because of it. Well, uh, I've got the location. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Ready and, uh, and we're we're ready to do it, right? And okay. and people will ask me all the time about the property that we have, and they're like, "When y'all gonna do something with that property?" And I'm like, "When you go, when you go write a check, right? right? Because this doesn't just happen. You know, I don't mm -hmm. just wiggle my nose, and next thing you know, we've got earth movers out there making everything happen. Mm -hmm. It it is um, it that's that's quite a undertaking mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. So and, and some people might be like, "What property are you talking about?" So. Gosh, it was about, about five years ago now, Filter, uh, we were able to uh, partner with the county mm -hmm. uh, on a piece of property that's roughly 35 acres on Homosassa Trail. It's the dead center of the county, geographic center of the county. It's just like the perfect, mm -hmm. beautiful location to uh, to build uh, what, what Tori's talking about. And we've mm -hmm. had we've had plenty of conversations about how it'd be just amazing to build that type of relationship center there. Mm -hmm. And my, if I had a million dollars dumped in the filter account tonight, <clears throat> let's just say we had a million dollars amongst the three of our organizations. Mm -hmm. We don't even need three, right. but, if, but if we had that, then uh, there would be a, a beautiful building out there that wouldn't just be for filter wouldn't just be mm -hmm. for aspire. If the community Alliance wanted to have meetings out there, mm -hmm. then we would love to open the doors 
for for that type of thing. Tori, you say, well, we need basketball courts. We need this. We need that. Somebody watching might say, well, we already have the, that type of thing around the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't necessarily have it where folks like me who have been mm-hmm. working with children and broken families for 23 years now, mm-hmm. I have some expertise in this. You know, you, you don't have folks like me there and folks that I'm mentoring, other adults, right? Uh, mm-hmm. to, to work with children and mm-hmm. families. You don't have us on the scene all the time, mm-hmm. right? But in a place like that, you, we could uh, uh, be there. And mm-hmm. and, and I, I also, I want to make the point that the county was willing to lease us that property for 99 years for a dollar a year. Wow. All right, you'd be happy to know we're paid in full. So I'll, <laughs> maybe my grandchild can, can re-up that lease because I won't mm-hmm. be around. I do imagine like a statue, maybe. That's not too much to ask on the property, right? Maybe a statue of me on a dirt bike. I will make sure there's a statue of you with a filter shirt on. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And, uh, and, make and sure I'll, he has his headphones on. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and say, I'll go ahead and say it now that um, the entrance road in that will uh, be named uh, after my uh, my friend Phil Royal. I want that to be. Uh, Royal Promise Way. That's what I want that to be. That's where I would love to turn mm-hmm. into to work. Oh, I love every, it. Yeah, I was there for that night, uh, Tori. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, Hearts of Gold. Is that what we called that? Uh, partners. partners with a heart. Partners with a heart. Yep, that's what mm-hmm. that was. He was a huge uh, mentor in my life. So, mm-hmm. yes. All right. So, so we would build that. Yes, it, it would be something that would be uh, a, a place where we would uh, mentor children, mm-hmm. mentor parents as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that you would even say that, Shonda. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make it very clear. We even changed the name of Filter. It was Filter Youth Development. We changed it to Filter Family Solutions. I, I make it that. very clear to our parents that come to us. We mm-hmm. only have a limited number of spots for each one of our cohorts. And so I need mm-hmm. to make sure that parents are invested in this and if you're mm-hmm. not this is not the place for you like mm-hmm. i don't have time to fool around uh with 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 mm-hmm. folk who don't acknowledge that as parents that mm-hmm. that they are they got a hand in it mm-hmm. they've got a hand in their child being a mess mm-hmm. and how do i know that you got a hand in your child being a mess because pretty much any mess that comes from my children I will over Rebecca. I'll own it. Okay. They probably came from me. All right. So if it's true around this house, it's probably true around yours as well. Tori, what were you going to say? I was going to say when you mentioned like, oh, we already have basketball courts in the county, but we don't have it in a united format where a family could go be together, but also be separate doing the things that they enjoy in the different places in their life. And I think that is the biggest issue. It doesn't matter if we have a roller barn all the way over here and we've got a skate park all the way over here. We don't have a great transportation system that's super fluid that goes everywhere, like some major cities. And so it's hard for people to get there. And so to have one place where people could just break off and like, I'm just fantasizing for a quick second. Like I just think about things like teaching people to cook as a family and, you know, mm-hmm. host a night like that and, and just small things that will bring people together and then take the pan home. And now you have, you know what I mean? Like it's about community. It's about family. Listen, and, and, and being able to have um, helpful homework nights 
Do you know how hard it is sometimes for, you know, parents? I, I have to say, George, I've I've been, especially during COVID, yeah. we've had boots on the ground and, and worked with a lot of families, hundreds of them. In fact, we have some incredible, incredible families that just don't know what, when, where, why. And if we can show them the why and we can show them, you know, what this early literacy piece is doing for their children in school and what it means to be able to have a family budget where you're cooking at home and help, you know, there's just so much to that whole family solution, like you're saying, um, that we could bring to the forefront because these, these people truly, truly, I really feel our community, a majority of them, more than a majority want what's absolutely best for their child. They just don't know how. And yeah, so I think, absolutely. I think that's that's where I, like you say, Tori, that's where my passion and where I really start to think about, you know, how could we make that happen? Because I think that would solve so much of what all of us are dealing with when it comes to our organizations and 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 different pieces. And, you know, the other thing, too, is um, it's so awesome to be on here and to quickly say together, the three of us could move forward with this mission. Um Let's work together and not not constantly fight for the same dollars in a small community. Let's identify, you know, what are you able to bring to the table that's going to make this mission happen and use everybody's strengths and their gifts and really pull together as a community. Because I think we all and all of the community organizations recognize that this is the issue. It, it is the family unit. And how do we come together um, so I, you know, I think just, yeah, I think it's awesome and we could do it. We could do it if we all pulled our resources together. Let me, uh, let me just say a couple. Sorry. I was going to say in a judgment free zone, that's one that's, thing. That that's absolutely. And that, and I think for the foundation during COVID, that's what we learned, um, became a, a strength was, you know, this is a pandemic. This is something new. Um, you've had a great job all of your life. Both of you were employed and you come home one day and neither one of you have a job and you just spent your savings to renovate your home. And here you are with no food and no money for utilities. What happens next? And being able to reach out and, and learn from each other and provide those resources. We've learned so much from, from that. And George, you know, I'll just tell you, I had a parent reach out to me um, after one of our cohorts and they said that they were really nervous to come to filter um, because they were afraid that they were going to be judged because of their past and um, they didn't have their kids and then they got their kids back and then there was a lot going on and now they're trying to fix it and they were just afraid that there was going to be judgment like how'd you mm -hmm. let that happen what and she was like blown away that so many different people from so many different walks of life just allowed them to come in and, and were just loved on, supported, welcome, mm -hmm. you know, badgered to pay this and pay that because they just didn't have it, but they needed services. And so, um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I, I just thought of that as we were talking. I wanted to make sure that's that I really cool. That. You know, I, I just think about, you know, I'm someone's been judged too. I've made plenty of mistakes mm -hmm. and we all have. And, you know, and I just, mm -hmm. I step back and I just think, you know, we're all just on these little individual journeys. That, that last mm -hmm. on average 78 yeah. years. Oh. And then when we leave this world, you'll love this, Shauna. Mm -hmm. Like Tori's heard me talk about this before. But when we leave this world, 
folks, I've got a little revelation for you. No one will know you were ever here. Really. Drive by, you drive through, go through the uh, Hills of Rest, right, or um, the, the Pine Hill Cemetery over there. Drive through there, look at all those gravestones, and you tell me how many people you know, and you know their story, mm-hmm. and you know who their children were, and their brokenness, mm-hmm. and their triumphs, and what they did. You have no idea. You have no idea, especially in this preoccupied world that we're in right now. Everyone's just trying to figure out their own thing. Now, who will know that you were here? Who? Let me just personalize it. Who will know that I was here? My children, mm-hmm. right? And my grandchildren. That's predominantly who will know that I was here. And so I can tell you what, those are some relationships I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess that up because those are like the only people going to even know I was even here. Okay. <laughs> period. That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I don't have time to be judging folk. I got, I got too much of my own brokenness and mess yeah. to be worried about. I ain't got time to worry about everybody else's uh, mm-hmm. nonsense. And, and I, I just, and I really think for me, this just comes from the gospel, you know, mm-hmm. for me that it's a gospel laden mm-hmm. uh, worldview is that I see the biggest sinner every day when I look in the mirror, it's, it's not when I get in my car and drive to Walmart and people get on my nerves. No, I, I see that joker looking at me in the mirror every day. So I don't, I don't have no room for that. That don't mean I don't get frustrated with folk. And I might <laughs> let you know you're number one if you cut me off on the street. But uh, let, let me just say a couple of things. I, I just wrote down a couple of things while y'all were talking that I want to make some points. Uh, first of all, I don't want to pretend like other agencies are not out there, right? Doing oh, good absolutely. stuff. Like, so the, so the first thing that comes to my mind is, well, how about the why? Right. Oh, yeah. Like my great friend, David and, and Joanna, they're doing a great job down at the Y, you know, like mm-hmm. that, that there's a great place for the community to, uh, to gather and whatnot. But I will say this, mm-hmm. Ori, when you talk about that person mm-hmm. that you're talking about, that you just shared about, I would really like to, I think the niche for filter and like what we're talking about with a relationship center and what we've been discussing is I want that community place where people really know that they're, they're broken and they can find specific help there for mm-hmm. that, whatever that brokenness looks like. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think for me in my mind, like that differentiates uh, for me, maybe the the difference. I do think that we have to do things together. Right. And mm-hmm. so this is part of why, like, I always want to be helpful. Right. I want to be helpful mm-hmm. to aspire. I've personally given to aspire. Right. Mm-hmm. I, Mm-hmm. You know, I try to be helpful to just recently when asked, try to be helpful to yeah. the education foundation because filter's not like the only game in town. I'm not the only one that's doing mm-hmm. something good around here that I want mm-hmm. to invest in. And I want to generally like when I've given to aspire, it's not like someone asked me to. Mm-hmm. Right. I just know what y'all do and I love it. And so I just want to give when I can. Right. Mm-hmm. Which. I think you all probably appreciate not having to ask me because that is like the greatest type of gift for me at filter is when you just recognize what we were doing was cool. and was really good. And we're being helpful. And so you were just like, I got to get behind that. George doesn't need me to, George doesn't need to ask me for that. Like I know what they're doing. And, and the other thing that I want to say is that, um, you know, we've had, and I've been to a couple of them, this, the community action, uh, meetings mm-hmm. that have been going on. <clears throat> and w- one of the things that, uh, that that's really highlighted for me is that 
there's just a lot of things. And I have to own this for my agency. There's things that like we're doing that people just don't know about. That's it. You know, and, 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 and then what, what, what I really want to be cautious about as a community is let's not go out and recreate a mentoring program for broken kids and families when, Hey, that already exists. And, and it's like, okay, I realize you want to do something good, but like you're a banker or you're a pastor or you're this or that or whatever. And you want to go start a mentoring program. And I'm over here saying, Oh my gosh, I'm running a mentoring program. Mm-hmm. And you know, not to toot my own horn or anything, but let me tell you, I've got 23 years of experience in the juvenile justice system. I've spent, luckily in the pandemic, I've spent uh, my time training folks in California. I've been under contract in the last year with mm-hmm. the Louisiana Office of Juvenile Justice. Like, I'm no piker, man. I know what I'm doing. It's like that whole thing mm-hmm. about Jesus doesn't get... Um, what is it? You know, prophet gets no respect in his own hometown. It's like, I stay busy all over the country training folk and I'm sitting right here in Citrus County. You know, it's like, man, I just, I don't know. I just got to do a better job. Like, like Tiffany says here, this is the first time I'm hearing of either organization. I don't know which two she's talking about, but I know filters got to be one of them. I'm sure. So I know we have to do a better job of just getting the word out there and like partnering together. And honestly, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'll be really quick to tell people: do, do not, do not start a nonprofit. Oh. Don't start that. Hmm. You, know, you don't have no. You have no idea what you're getting into. You have no idea how hard this is going to be. Uh, all the rejection you're going to get. All the you. Know, some of the just sometimes for me, like just even the self righteousness that have crept into my life sometimes. You know where it's like y'all don't recognize all the good I'm doing. Yeah, like, this is the thoughts going through my. It's a real struggle. And by the way someone's probably already doing it. So go there and add value. Go there and add value. So I'll just say that if someone has great ideas about mentoring kids and whatnot, then I'm going to say, reach out to Shonda. Because at the Education Foundation, my great friend Craig Dalton, our property appraiser-elect, he has spearheaded um, um, the uh, Men Building Men mentoring program. And there's Women Building Women. I know that's... Ugh, it's a challenge with COVID, right? But but that's in place. And um, or or call me, and we can talk about that. Talk talk to Tori, uh, call Aspire, talk to them about what it would look like to to mentor children, big brothers and big sisters. Like they're they're well, no, I shouldn't say them. I, th- I don't think they're in our county anymore. But uh, the Boys and Girls Club, right? They they probably have some sort of targeted mentoring. I'm guessing, right? So um, so go somewhere and add value. Don't go creating something new and sopping up more resources and spreading it so thin that it, you know, I go to a a civic organization and have lunch and talk for 30 minutes and I get a hundred bucks and I'm like, well, what's that going to, where's that? How's that going to benefit us for the next year? I appreciate it, but that ain't going to do, I'm just telling you that gap, I'll buy one helmet, one helmet. That's what's going to, it's just going to make or break it. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and if you if if you uh, if you want to know my full thoughts on all that, I've got a LinkedIn article that I wrote about a year ago. I think I'll repost it again. But I will say, um, just to address, like not hearing about us, I know Aspire, I know Filter. Um, I'm not sure, like how else we can get out there. I mean, we've done flyers, we've done 
community events at Black Diamond. Uh, we've, we've posted it on the school uh, website through Canvas where the parents get the information. We've just got to figure out what's the right resource, which I obviously think it's word of mouth, you know. Um, and so if anyone's interested on this call and learning about Aspire specifically, we did just spearhead um, doing a significant adult program every third Tuesday at 6 p.m. So if you've never heard of us and you want to know more about us and this was just a little glimpse, um, I encourage you to find us on Facebook, which you're watching us right now on, Aspire. Um, relationship center and you'll see the posts and every third Tuesday we have started to host a 6 p.m. virtual zoom um, presentation even if only one person shows up awesome that's dedication <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the nonprofit world <laughs> yeah 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 all right well um, Shonda uh, tell us one more time mm -hmm. the uh, the website that people go to to find out more about the uh, Citrus County Education Foundation and to give to your wonderful organization citruseducation.org you can find us on facebook citrus education and you can also find us on awesome. twitter all right mm -hmm. and tori say it one Absolutely. more time what's the uh, website mm -hmm. so uh our website is aspirerelationship.org our instagram is at aspire352 and our facebook is aspire mm -hmm. relationship center all right all right and uh if you'd like mm -hmm. to check out filter you can go to filterfamilysolutions.org and filter family solutions on facebook and i don't know about instagram oh my <laughs> gosh i have no idea but but we're on instagram too i'm sure you can find us on there it's one of those things that my wife takes care of i, yeah. I just haven't made the leap <laughs> what, what was that tori shout out to jennifer welter she's our social media person our instagram and all that so she's been posting so if anyone's been seeing it she's also a, a co-worker of mine and there it is right there on the big screen so mm -hmm. she, yeah, that's the it's just getting the momentum going. Well, ladies, I absolutely uh, love having you all on Small Talk tonight. Uh, so perfect the day, Giving Tuesday, to have uh, both of you all on. And uh, listen, there's so many nonprofits that um that, that are out there. There's some of them that I just really, really love. I love what the Education Foundation's doing. I love what Aspire mm -hmm. is you. doing, the way y'all have been helpful to uh, to us. Um, another one that comes to mind that, that I personally have worked in and just have seen the benefit of and absolutely love is the Ecker Girls Camp out uh, in Nihasi mm -hmm. in Floral City. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Give to them uh, as well. I absolutely love them and the, and the team out there. Um, mm -hmm. I worked for Eckerd for um, three years. I think my wife worked for Eckerd for... I don't know, something like 11 years or something like that. And um, just absolutely love that program. So there's so many good things to, uh, to, to give to. And listen, when you do, uh, you're, you're going to feel good about it. And here's mm -hmm. the one thing that I want to end with that I've seen over the years, whether it's just people making comments in the newspaper or whatnot. You know, I mentioned that the county – leased a piece of property to us for 99 years for a, a dollar a year. And so I just want to say it's not necessarily true that our county, this county doesn't do anything for the young people, right? It just seems like an easy thing to say the county doesn't do anything for the young people. Or I'll tell you the biggest culprit in the world, okay, that is the source of, like everything evil, and that is 
You ready for it? They. <laughs> they. Right? So the next time someone starts talking about they, ask them who the heck they're talking about. <laughs> well, they don't ever do anything. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they this, they that, they the other. So the next time you're, you find yourself saying they never do anything for kids, uh, they don't support good work with families in this community. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, it's not they. It's every single person just has to take some responsibility uh, for themselves. Mm -hmm. um, don't complain about what you tolerate. Mm -hmm. Don't complain mm -hmm. about what you tolerate. So here's three organizations that uh, that you can give to that uh, that I believe are transparent. Mm -hmm. You can mm -hmm. you can see it. You know where the money's going. It's nothing ambiguous mm -hmm. about it. And um, and you'll feel good about it, and um, and our community will will benefit. So so check it out. So citruseducation.org, aspirerelationship.org. I got that right, right, yep. right. And uh, filterfamilysolutions.org. Check it out. So ladies, thank you again. Uh, thank, thank you for you. everyone for for watching tonight. Mm -hmm. I would love it if you all would share. This is one thing if you like the, the show, right? It's another thing if you share the show. <laughs> I'd really like to see the views on this show in particular, uh, especially Citrus County peeps. Mm -hmm. Share this and, and get it out there so people can see and hear, especially if you're someone who was watching tonight and you're like, gosh, I never even heard of Aspire. I've never even heard of a uh, Filter mm -hmm. or well, I knew about the Education Foundation, but I didn't know they did all that. I didn't know they had a store like mm -hmm. that where they support teachers and kids. I had no idea about all that. Well, if you don't know about it, other people don't know about it either because I'm not doing my right. very, my job apparently very good letting y'all know <laughs> about it. So I need your help. So share share this episode tonight and uh, let's let's uh, inform people about good things that are going on in this county. That would be a good dream of mine fulfilled to where we stop saying in this county, oh my gosh, I didn't know that that was already going on. So, mm -hmm. all right. So we'll be right back here next Tuesday, eight o'clock. Got a, uh, I got a few topics that uh, I have on my mind. At some point I want to talk about the future. The future is female. I want to talk about that. And, uh, I don't know, some other topics I got in mind, societal type things. So hope you'll join us <laughs> next Tuesday, eight o'clock, share this broadcast. And, uh, as always go on Apple, uh, Google, Spotify, download the podcast, uh, subscribe, give us a rating five star. Don't give us one star. That'd just be uh, rude. So, uh, <laughs> and, and check out Hillbilly Elegy on Netflix. That's really cool. Tori, make sure you watch it and we'll see you all. Mm -hmm next week right here at 8 o'clock on Facebook for more small talk. All right, bye.